0: There's this research group, a team of researchers that have been focused on Lake County. Then they selected Lake County uh, to research the impacts of cascading hazards. With all the Lake County's faced in the last decade, you can see why.
1: That is Leah Sadele, the manager of the Lake County Office of Emergency Services. Our guest this time with some exciting news that our community is on the cutting edge of wildfire research. Join us in just a moment for a closer look at what OES is all about and what's going on over there. I'm Bill Grudy with Fire Talk from the Kanocti Fire Save Council. Before we go any further, though, it has been a big week at the KFSC. We want to give a big shout out to the Lake County Wine Alliance. They've given us a generous donation going towards our firescape project at the Eli Stage Stop. Karen and John Knoll have been shepherding that project along with uh, the folks at the Stagetop Historic Park, the Clear Lake Trowel and Trellis Club, Kelseyville Rotary, and students from Kelseyville High School. It's really a broad-based community effort. We'll have much more to say about this project on this program later on and on the Canocti Firesafe Council website, canoctifiresafe.org. But right now, it's all about emergency services. We'll start our conversation in just a moment. Your family is your legacy. Planning for a natural disaster will make sure you're all safe. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan today for the tools and tips you need to protect that legacy. That's ready.gov forward slash plan. A message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm Bill Grudy, and joining me today in this segment is Leah Sabley, who is the emergency services manager here in Lake County and uh, welcome it's great to be great to be chatting with you
0: thank you I always you know
1: I always start off these things because I think people want to know a little bit about uh, the folks we're talking with how did you come to Lake County and how did you get involved with OES
0: all right well thank you for having me here I'm excited to be here and talk to you today um, I joined this sheriff's office last January 2022 um, I've lived in Lake County for about 20 years and I um Came more from like a career in uh, tribal government. So I have a strong health and human services um, background that intermixed with disaster management and emergency management.
1: So what is your job here at OAS?
0: My job here, um, well, the title, like you said, is emergency services manager. Um, I am one of two staff members in the office full-time dedicated to emergency management. I work under um, the director of emergency services, who is the sheriff, and the deputy director of emergency services, who is a lieutenant. Um, they both have multiple roles within the agency. So, you know, we, we're here, uh, myself and then OES specialist day to day, full time. Um, blue skies, we're doing a lot of planning and preparing and getting ready for anything that might pop up. And then when there's any kind of an emergency, uh, I, I will probably talk a lot about wildfire today, but cause that's usually the most common, but we're an all hazards agency. So we're monitoring and ready to respond.
1: One of the big tasks at the uh, Canocti Fire Safe Council, of course, is helping people find credible sources of information, you know, and uh, as uh, our system stands right now, wh- where do you think the best place is, you know, for somebody out there who just is confused about where do I go to find out uh, just the basics of, of how to build a fire resilient environment to which in which to live and how to think about responding in the event of an emergency?
0: Lake County has a lot of great um, resources out there, but I'll speak from our end of things. We've taken a lot of time to develop our website and social media. Um, our website is lakesheriff.com/about/oes. kind of lengthy. We're working on that, but once you get there, you'll find uh, several submenus, preparedness topics, links to other like the Fire Safe Council. Um, I don't know if we have you guys on there yet, but we'll check that. Um, ready.gov. Just we, we try to, we're trying to build a comprehensive one-stop shop for people. Um, but also, we don't want to take the miss the opportunity to say sign up for Lake alerts. Um, that's obviously emergency information, but it, it's number one to start with your your preparing and where to go for information that's accurate.
1: How do you feel about uh, apps like Watch Duty? I know. Um, I mean, we we hear mixed stories from different sheriff's departments. Some really embrace it, and some have issues with it. And what's your what's your take on a, quote civilian you know apps like yeah. that?
0: The, there's a lot of um, resources out there where people can get different kinds of information. And so the thing to keep in mind is the type of information that the app or the source is giving you. If you get the Lake Co alert, you're getting accurate, verified emergency uh, information what people sometimes want though is the in-between details and apps like watch duty provide that they have volunteers monitoring um like scanner chatter and they'll put it right out so they it's important to keep in mind that it won't always be official information coming off channels like that and it should be more for um your i guess your awareness in a sense
1: yeah which brings which brings me to another Another big problem that we face in the Soda Bay Road corridor, and I think in Lake County at large, is that huge numbers of people in our service area simply are not engaged with apps or electronically or digitally at all. Um, have you at OES given some thought as to how do you reach out to those people? I mean, we've been out knocking on doors, uh, which is about as primitive as you can as you can get. But how do you, uh, you know, what do you? What's your advice to somebody who's? Uh, who may be listening to this or read a press release about this or how, how do we, um, reach out to those folks what what have you learned and what what are you employing
0: that is an ongoing constant conversation and it, it's one that I've, I've I thought when I started here that we would get a simple answer to it and then address it and fix it and fill that gap <laughs> but that's just not the way it works <laughs> um so it, it really takes collaborative efforts of all types of um agencies and entities involved and you bring up a great point about your Conocta Fire Safe Council And how the work that you guys have done boots on the ground in your community Um, so at our level we're we're constantly trying to see what we can do and I know in the times of um, extreme emergency we may set up trap lines which would be message boards in the community Um, but that's not always possible not always efficient so we're always looking for ways to work with with um, non tech information
1: yeah just comprehensively uh, have you uh, have you given any thought to uh, to like maybe seminars of number one, how to use your phone because a lot of folks have phones. They just don't use them for much beyond making calls. Uh, how to use your phone, you know uh, just where else to uh, to get information of uh, we we do events and people say, yes, you need to sign up for the alerts and you need to do all that. but some people just don't understand how to do it, (laughs)
0: how to do it. We do go out. I don't think that we've done that specifically, but we do go out into the community. We go to as many community events as we can and that we get invited to and have staff for, and we'll sit there one-on-one with individuals that happen by that event to help them register, help them understand what the alert and warning tools are, which is Lake Coalerts and Genesis Protect and how to use them. Um, It's, it's really just an ongoing and it's gotta be in the community on up that, that we all work together to help each other. We really uh, encourage everybody to work with their neighbors. It, it's just not a one-stop. One of us can do it. We all have to work together for it. So
1: at this point, given the, the state of technology and, and where you are, what's the most efficient way for somebody, uh, you know, what's the most efficient way to stay informed and stay up to date?
0: First, if you're a Lake County resident, is to sign up for Lake alerts. If you're somehow another county resident there any every county has alert and warning so find yours and sign up for it Um, ours is an everbridge platform that we use you can sign up and have uh, up to five addresses that you get notified on and you get notified on your cell phone your landline text email whatever you sign up for multiple methods second is to know your zone Um, here in lake county we use genesis protect for zone identification it was formerly called zone haven Um, it's very important to look that up and know it ahead of time because first responders are using that uh to more quickly and more efficiently get the Co alert out um in the old ways of doing it they'd have to open up a map and and map out the area for evacuating look at their addresses look at all the information it might take some some amount of time a little longer than it does now today we can use the zone and say this whole zone or this half a zone and go or be aware or shelter in place or whatever the incident may may require
1: yeah and uh, i think what we've found it's also important for people to know their adjoining zones
0: yes yeah
1: to know if something is going on around you you know
0: and to understand how the zones work um so we're we have put some of that online and i'm working on developing more but the um probably don't want to get too far into that today, but the zones are um, labeled and numbered in a way that if you happen to live in, say, Upper Lake and you get a zone for CLO, then that's Clear Lake Oaks. You can know it's not, not near you.
1: I just wanted to um, shift a little bit into into planning. Uh, Headway Transportation is now putting together this evacuation plan for the Soda Bay Road corridor. I'm just, um, and people often ask, you know, well, what is the value of that plan? So perhaps you can help us to understand what are some of the tangible effects that we can expect from a document like that? Uh, how will it improve potentially the quality of your operations and the quality of uh, of the resiliency that the community is able to build
0: well i keep going back to it i think it's one of those projects that brings the community together and the community being the individual resident all the way up to emergency management and first responders um so for this particular project you know we're getting a shared understanding community household member on on up of what our roles are yours mine theirs everybody's and the um I think we're going to get some good improvement projects out of, the prod, out of the plan that they're developing, but mostly it's those understanding those roles and the limitations and each person's or each entity's responsibility there.
1: Do you see um, a plan like this help helping you to bring some more money to bear on the situations that we face?
0: We can always hope. <laughs> uh, sometimes if our funding sources are limited, but definitely taking the time to do the planning, um, it, this type in, included, uh, can definitely help when it's when there's something that becomes available because we've already taken that time to say, here's where the problems are, here's where the solutions are, now we need XYZ money to do this solution or we need this next step. So it can definitely be helpful.
1: What are uh, the goals of OES? Uh- Looking down the road, back up to the thirty thousand foot. You know, where does the uh, organ, the office, uh, expect to be in you know five ten years down the road?
0: Five to ten years. So, um, we are. If I can go backwards a little bit, um, we have a strategic plan that's posted on our website, uh, where we're we're really trying to. Um, one of our projects has been to uh, look at the like um, what is. Word, emergency management accreditation program not sure that we'll go full on to that in the next five or ten years but we have started assessing where our program is according to those standards so that when there areas that are lacking we can bring it up to those standards um, with or without the future accreditation I don't know if we're gonna go that far um, we're working on updating our plans and so by the five to ten year mark or two to six year mark, we'll be in a position where we have, um, usable, friendly, user-friendly, uh, emergency operations plans, hazard mitigation plan and others. And we can take a deeper look at what's next after that, including more evacuation plans like the Soda Bay corridor one. And then from there implementing a more regular and varied exercise, um, program, uh, exercising the plans within the community. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned it already, but, you know, emergency management is response, recovery, preparing um, and mitigation. So really just taking a deeper look at each of those and what our role is there and really, um, I think an, an important one that we've started and we have to continue for the years ahead is the ending the silos in the county between agencies, resources, community members and. We'll just continue that work.
1: Yeah, that sort of leads me to my next uh, ne- next thought, which is, what are some of the biggest challenges that you that you face I- in the here and now?
0: I think, um, obviously, in the moment, the incident can, pro- pro- uh, whatever incident may come up, it has its own challenges. But overall, generally speaking, uh, it's the we have a staff of two to serve the whole county. Uh, we do the same work that other counties may do with a staff of twenty. Other counties have less staff. It really varies, but we all have the same work to get done. Um, We, and then specific to Lake County, again, we just have so many uh, great focused resources and services out there, but we have very little. Or maybe not very little but not enough uh, collaboration and we've got walls up between different entities
1: I think that's always been a challenge up here and I definitely. don't know whether it's just that we're, we're separated by this body of water which is which is beautiful and yet challenging uh, but trying to bring people together I we've I found over the years that, that I've been here that it's it's tough to do it really it's tough is to do people do come up here to be independent
0: definitely yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: so um, as you travel around the county and, and meet people in the various events that, that you do, what uh, about people's uh, base of knowledge, uh, you know, wh- how would you assess the, the o- their, their overall knowledge about, uh, about uh, you know, dealing dealing with emergencies and what are some of the, just from an information point of view, what are some of the biggest challenges there?
0: Well, as, as we're both fully aware, Lake County got hit hard in the last 10 years or so with um, wildfires and wildfires. Um, we we've kind of found that in a in a way there's that's increased a little bit of the preparedness but in another way it, it really hasn't so we're i've as despite what we feel like we've gone out in the community and done a lot because like i said we're at all kinds of community events we have booths set up we welcome phone calls to sign up for alert and warning there's not always we just haven't we haven't reached enough and that again goes back to this collaboration like with you guys with the connective fire safe council and other entities that we'd we haven't reached enough of the population to get them ready to be prepared.
1: Yeah, and I know we find that when we're we're out and about that that folks they don't understand, for example, the value of a plan. You know, they say, "Well, it's Soda Bay Road." You go right, you go left. What's what do we need a plan for? They don't they don't understand whether they're resistant just to technology, resistance to signing up. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's it's just very challenging to uh, to bring them up to speed about why it's important. Now, fortunately, we've had a couple of years with light fire incident. Knock rates, on wood. You know, yeah, <laughs> knock on wood. Uh, have you been able to do um, some planning during that time? Have you been able to? Has the uh, the office been able to use that time? And, and maybe you could tell us some of the things that are going on.
0: We are, and I think this kind of. Um it kind of sums up some of a few of the questions that you've asked today. We're working on some grant applications um, really to try to reach the community that it does not is not tech savvy but i wanted to bring up two before we move too far off this last question um we there's this research group a team of researchers that have been focused on lake county they come from about six different universities the chief of police from sacramento is involved um lake county's been involved and they selected lake county uh to research the impacts of cascading hazards and with all the lake counties faced in the last decade you can see why um, but they have actually gone out and done um, pretty comprehensive Penn State University, uh, Penn State survey, and found that a lot of um, the respondents to the survey have what their barriers are to preparing and planning. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that one of the things that we should bring up is that it's not always necessary to have an abundance of finances to be p- planning and preparing. There's a lot that you can do as a as a household. Um, at all income levels, just to be a little bit more prepared and a little bit more ready to go.
1: Are you getting data in from uh, from Penn at this point, or are you still waiting for it? And I would, it would be wonderful to learn, you know, just what they're finding because I think that could be very valuable to groups like ours.
0: Yes, they they've done great work. Um, as of August, their d- data was all raw. So they're compiling it and, and doing whatever they do in the research world to get us some results, and it definitely will be out there for all of us to use. And their plan, too, um, is to follow up with the same respondents in about six months or so um, and kind of see where things have changed. They're really looking at the um at the emotional impact of living in a disaster-prone area.
1: When can we expect uh, the first tranche of data to come out?
0: I, I w- hope any time. So uh-huh. like I said, the raw data was done in August, yeah. so they're working, so hopefully within the next few months. Um, that re- team also, if, if you are curious, they have like about a four or five prong um, approach into their work. Mm-hmm. So they are also monitoring um, for landslide and trying to develop technology that will better predict landslides post-fire. Um, they are also looking – and they actually developed – I just gave a talk last weekend to a, a group of teachers in Lake County and a couple from Mendocino where the this research team developed curriculum specific to Lake County students um, to help them prepare and, and kind of be more resilient for what they've already experienced in their younger years. And then they're also um, – I think I'm missing the main point of their research. But anyways, it's pretty fascinating. We yeah. post about it on our social media.
1: How often do they come up here? They, is it a continuing thing?
0: It, it, it's been ongoing. Um, they come for an annual meeting once a year, and then they do different things. They've had focus groups, so a couple of them maybe of the team may be in county several times a year, but all together they come up once a year.
1: And how long is this going to go? Ooh,
0: I think they were initially funded for I maybe shouldn't quote it but I think for four years and they just were working on another application to continue into more
1: avenues. That's fascinating. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well uh, about time to wrap up and maybe just one, one, one way to leave it would be uh, one simple thing that uh, a listener could take away right away and implement right now to uh, help start their path toward fire resiliency.
0: My one simple thing is a list. Sign up for alert and warning. Know your zone. Talk to your neighbors. Pack a bag and just be ready to go or be ready to stay if there's a power outage.
1: Leah, Leah Soudalay, Emergency Services Manager, Lake County. Thank you so much for joining us on Fire Talk.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Fire Talk is produced by the Canocti Fire Safe Council. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, so leave us a rating or review. It'll help people find us. We are here at least once a month and more often if circumstances warrant. Until next time, I'm Bill Grudy. Stay safe.